Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good morning to you, my friend. It is so great to see you. How are things up there in La La Land today? The strike continues, so everything is good. <laughs> Hollywood strike, which nobody cares about and nobody knows about. And nobody's and nobody's watching the U.S. Open because those channels have been pulled off the TV, right? The whole right. ESPN nonsense with Spectrum. I mean, so all is like, right with the world if, if there's no... It's all uh, going well, yeah. It's all going well. Hey, uh, good to see you, buddy. See um, you, we man. hope uh, everybody's doing great out there. We are recording today's broadcast on the 10th of September in the year of our Lord, 2023. Um, let's dive right into it. There's so yeah, much man. going on in the world. Lots going um, on, yep. Do you know that in 14 months we're going to have the election of all time? Yeah. I mean, they always say, oh, this is the, this is the election. I know, they always you know, say it. Most important election. Most whatever. important. But, but this, really, this really one really is. is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Take our word for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's no... Seriously, 14 months. That's going to go by in a heartbeat. Yeah. You know, uh, what that, you know what that's time for, Dave? Six more indictments. <laughs> at least and as trump keeps saying uh he just needs one more indictment he's and he's a lock and he's done yeah exactly um so hey speaking of uh president number 45 djt just what another awesome weekend um yeah 45 and, and 47 it, just F-O-N. 45 and right 46 sorry gonna, 45 46 and 47 and, <laughs> is that all going to fit into one cap all those numbers we'll have to see if we can <laughs> shrink the numbers down um so he's playing it smart he's his I'm I'm sorry. To, compared to even 2020, yeah, the exuberance, the yeah. intensity, the excitement about him now it's off the charts. And I think it's a lot of um, because the nonsense related to these indictments and all that yep. Russia garbage is all behind him now. Yeah, they have they have no more chips to play. So yep, very smart. He's out there in South Dakota just a couple of days ago. Yeah, and this is how you play something like this. So he he's um, one of his biggest fans and. Definitely in the contender to be his VP pick, uh, Christy Nome, the yep. governor of South Dakota. She's doing a great right. job. She's Fantastic attractive. Job. She's smart. Yep. She yep. salt of the earth, yep. fit. Yep. Got Strong. the family. So they had yep. a great GOP fundraiser out there in, uh, in, uh, uh, in her home state. Yep. Um, went fantastically well. There was like a 10,000-seat arena. Right. So what, what does he do the very next day? Oh, oh, actually, before I jump on, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Christy Nome plays this smart. Yes. What? When you look at where Trump is right now, if you're a uh, Republican politician, I don't care if you're a, a state senator in Tennessee, the right. you know a low a whatever congressional district, you should come out right now and endorse Donald Trump for president. Right. And I'll tell you who's not doing it right is Kim Reynolds, the governor of Iowa. Right. She's like, I don't know if I'm, I don't want to you know say anything yet. No. Yeah. You she's know, out. She's done now. She's done. done. Yeah. yeah they and used to talk about a, her as having some yeah. possible role or something or other. Out. Done. Finished. And that's over. just a typical example. So Christy Nome played, played it smart. Who else? I mean, talk about not reading the tea leaves correctly. Right? Yeah. No, I mean, Governor of South Carolina already come out and endorsed him. North Carolina, yeah. uh, South Dakota, you know, a bunch, right? So, yeah, look, you can, you know... The Keebler elves are all polling in the low single digits, right? Every single other Republican, fat Chris Christie, you know, uh, uh, Florida Governor DeSantis, all the rest of them, two, three, four, five percent. Judas Pence, three percent nationally, three percent. The guy stands up there and he's pontificating about his speech. Oh, I saved the world on January the 6th. I did my constitutional duty. I saved the world. So everybody pat me on the back. Dude, you're polling at three percent. You're a Keebler elf. Trump's at sixty yeah. percent. Nobody, nobody likes you. Nobody cares. You, 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 you um, 
did not fulfill your constitutional duty under the Electoral Count Act of 1887. And how do I know that, Dave? Because the minute the Democrats got in, they ref- they took away the, that, that act. They that reformed ability. it. So that mm-hmm. tells me he was he, we were going exactly the right direction, and that's why they changed that act. The one thing I wanted to say about Pence is that at least, well, he's at least he's, you know, um, he's going to support us or he's going to, you know, no. at least be solid. But no, no. I talk about being no. a tarnished uh, person now, yeah. um, right down the, the sinkhole there. So goodbye, Mike. Goodbye. Yeah. But yeah. then the very next day and, and we're, you know, we're as we, we talk about quite often, we are trapped behind the Iron Curtain of California. Yes. And then the very next day to watch Donald Trump go uh, to Iowa for the uh, to the Hawkeye State. Oh, yeah. For the big Iowa versus Iowa State football game. Yeah. And I hope everybody actually watches some of this video because it it's video, inspiring. Folks. These are young yeah. college kids for the most part. Yeah. 99.9% are just giving him the biggest high five. He's throwing footballs. He's flipping burgers. I know. He's right? tailgating. He's I got like I got tingly just watching that. Totally. No. Because we don't get to see that out here in LA. No, hundred percent. And and forget about the Iron Curtain piece. Just look at it from an American greatness perspective. What do you want in a president? You want your president to be strong, in control, be able to throw a football, flip a burger. He comes out <laughs> from behind a couple of closed doors from a fraternity house. The place erupts. I mean, there was thousands. Thousands of people, yeah. thousands. Forget the football. The football game was like tens of thousands. The the when he came out from behind the doors of that fraternity house, that place went crazy. <laughs> and you know, I'm just in my mind, Dave, over the weekend, juxtaposing all of that against pathetic, feeble Joe Biden at the G20 in India, mm. and he go and he's walking around. He doesn't know where he is. He goes to give a speech at the podium. He bends down to tie his shoelaces in the middle of a question from a reporter, and he walks off the stage. <laughs> forgot to ask. Forgot to answer the oh. question. I mean, my lord, what an just an unbelievable juxtaposition of what this country is. Wait, everybody knows Trump is the real president. Everybody yes, knows it. Know. Joe Biden can't put four people in a circle. Trump can put 10,000 people in a room on a second notice. Yep. Th- 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 this guy is not the president. It's that simple. Um, and I think the young people, the college age, especially males, hate to say it, females, not maybe not quite there yet, are just saying, hey, they, they, a typical 20, 21-year-old going to college right now, especially in Iowa, they, just they're very, they, this, the law of nature makes you uh, uh, be more uh, more uh, thinking, hey, Donald Trump's my man. It's, yeah. just, it's just a natural connection. Um, yeah. And yeah. so just your natural instinct of, of what Trump represents, like, okay, I got you. I got your back. And just yeah. the enthusiasm, like you're saying, that really, really great to see. Yeah, the enthusiasm factor is incredible. I can't wait to see what's happened because, you know, Scavino, the comms director and all these guys, they've got this mm-hmm. whole thing mapped out for the next 14 months. They have all of the things mapped out. Um, and I think we talked about this last time. People like the, the left is like obsessed. Oh, well, how is he going to do it with his trial schedule? And he's got all the indictments and the courts and the <laughs> judges. And, and that was, of course, the whole intention sure. of the indictment gate and the lawfare is to try to tie him up, tie his shoes up, tie his resources up and his team and all the rest of it. What people don't understand is that those indictments are the campaign. Let me repeat that for folks at home. Those indictments are the campaign. Every time he gets indicted, his poll numbers go higher. The enthusiasm factor gets higher. People get more upset 
And Dave, you said at the top of the show, and I know we're going to get into this topic in a couple of minutes, but, you know, what else do they have? How many more Jack Smith indictments? Like, how many? He, apparently, he's going to do another one. Like, but it doesn't matter at this point. It doesn't matter because it only helps us. It fuels our fire. So where do they turn next? There's th- several areas, like I talked about, Democrats' business model, abortion, racism, uh, and trying to violate the, the Bill of Rights. And we're going to get into all that in a second. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And just to put a capper on the on the political scene, so our governor, Gruesome Newsom, was out there. Um, the very last episode uh, hosted by anchor Chuck Todd over there at uh, and on NBC. <laughs> right. It's like, see you later. He, yeah, like you were saying, he when he took the show over, what, what's the show called, actually? I forget. Whatever it was called. Show. It was called Meet the Press. Meet the Press. Meet the, Meet the Press. So, but he took it over from, uh, oh gosh, what was his name? Great reporter, actually. He was a Democrat, but a good reporter, and he died uh, from cancer many, many years ago. Uh, and he took over the show from him 10 years ago. And at that time, the show was the number one. Sh- I used to watch it. It was the number one yeah. show on Sunday morning in terms of political, what's happening in Washington and all the rest of it. Ends the show today. Last. Last place. Last place. Yeah. <laughs> way to go, Chuck. Yeah. Nice yeah. Don't yeah. let the door hit you, kick you on, hit you on the way out. Exactly. And so the gruesome Newsom, uh, you know, speculating on will he jump in? So he's not going to officially run. And, and we've talked about this at a right. certain point in time. The Democrats behind closed doors with the smoke going up there. They got the cigars. Hey, right. well, we got to get Newsom in here. When do we do it? It's going to happen. So he did his little a tap dance around that question because uh, he's he's officially not going to jump into the ring. Right, right. Um, and you notice how they've now given Kamala permission to kind of puff up her chest on the topic, right? So she's right. now saying, well, if anything happens with his health, I'm ready to step in. I'm ready. Yeah, ready to step <laughs> in. What, after your little hip-hop freaking party over there that you had at the, at the official VP? Re- Dave, did you see that? At the VP residence this weekend, she celebrated the 20th anniversary. Uh, while there's still children missing in Maui, she's celebrating the 20th anniversary of hip hop. And they had this reel of her like uh, dancing and stuff. And it's like she's like, I'm ready to step in at a moment's notice if there's any problem with, uh, you know, the, the, the so-called president's health. What a bunch of crap. By the way, the guy's name was Tim Russert. Uh, Tim Russert was fantastic. Press. Oh, yeah, he was great, actually. Yeah. And you're right, a Democrat, no doubt. But yeah. g- great interviews. He let his yeah. uh, the interviewer, you know, he talked. He let the subject matter talk it out. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, oh, you miss him. And we'll know, I don't think we're going to see him again on NBC, Those the, the likes of him. No. Um, hey, this is a weird – I mean, out of nowhere <laughs> on Friday, I'm in my last uh, – you know, I'm work, working away, and I see this yeah. crazy headline out of New Mexico. <laughs> so we got this crazy governor over there, Michelle Lujan Grisham, and yeah. she's like on nobody's radar. And out of nowhere, she says, hey, we've got, a, uh, we've got an emergency going on here. We are going to take away your Second Amendment rights. And I go, well, hold on. Was this Babylon B? Was this – home? let me read this again. So – Basically, she says, my governmental rights can supersede the Constitution. Oh, really? Yeah. So the, the, the you-know-what storm was immediate and fierce. Yeah. And my, my, my second thought right away was um, uh, she's out of her mind. And, yeah. and two, this is a setup. She was told right. on this specific day, it's always a Friday, yeah. to do this because there's no way she rolled out of bed goes, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess, I'm going to just throw this and, and stir up the pot and start taking away people's uh, uh, constitutional rights to carry, right. uh, to carry weapons. Frank, give me your, give me your, 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 yeah, your let's two unpack, cents on this. Yeah, no, thanks, David. Let's unpack the story just for folks at home who may not have been following this, but it's been blowing up the internet and Twitter like for the last two days since Friday. So this New Mexico governor, Michelle Lujan Grisham, as you said, Dave, she basically suspended uh, the constitutional rights, uh, the Bill of Rights, 
the Second Amendment, and she said basically because two people were killed, she personally two people were killed through gun violence, which happens like every other day in the United States. It's just what happens when you have a free country. Um, so she's like, yeah, I'm going to declare as the chief executive of this state, I'm going to declare a state of emergency on gun violence, and I'm going to suspend. I'm going to suspend for 30 days. By the way, that was very smart. I'll get back to that in a second. I'm going to suspend for 30 days your Second Amendment rights, your right to constitutional carry, your right to concealed carry, your right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. I'm suspending all that. Dude, she was eviscerated mm. on the Internet. And I mean, not just by the right, by the left as well. Ted Lieu, a whole bunch of gun-grabbing Democrats like said, hey, look, I'm, a, I'm with you as far as wanting gun safety and all the rest of it, but you cannot do this. So she was absolutely eviscerated. But Dave, let's dig deeper into this story if we can, right? So you're absolutely correct. Why after foreign, two impeachments, four indictments, uh, Jack Smith's getting nowhere, Fannie Willis is getting nowhere in Georgia, they've got all this stuff teed up. And on a Friday out of nowhere, this career liberal comes out and says, I'm just going to suspend your Second Amendment rights. <laughs> that was an absolute setup from the Obama camp and the people that are really running this government. It was 1,000% absolutely set up. There's no, like you said, Dave, there's no way this libtard, retard, long-term uh, liberal Democrat. I mean, she served in the Bill Richardson administration when Bill Richardson was the New Mexico governor. Total left winger. If you look at her history, she actually back, Dave, in 2015 was a co-sponsor when she was a member of Congress of the assault weapon ban. She's been wanting, they've been using her as an instrument to ban your Second Amendment rights for the better part of 10 to 15 years. She's also all over legalizing marijuana, uh, you know, abortion, of course, all the usual planks that you would expect from a left wing libtard. But like you said, this was absolutely orchestrated. It was orchestrated to occur on a Friday, right in the middle of when uh, Trump was out there doing his thing to try to deflect, again, shiny object, deflect attention away from South. He was on a roll. South Dakota, Iowa, the Twitterverse was exploding with content from him. And you know what? Just like everything they do, Dave, just like with Jack Smith, with Fannie Willis in Fulton County, totally backfired even their own party is saying you're insane and by the way elon musk came out on twitter and said <laughs> so the, are, are she, you, she, you gotta go like forget impeachment like you're you're someone should arrest her you're out <laughs> yeah that uh, that was another uh telltale sign about this being a setup because you got ted Lieu. if anyone is familiar yeah. he's a ultra uber leftist uh, yeah. congressperson out of right. out of california yeah so and it was a very quick response. In other words, I think also yeah. the Democrats are playing a little game of, oh, yeah, she's kind of a nutbag. But yeah. look at how t we, you know, when it really comes down to it, we are pro-Constitution and we are pro-helping, you know, right. supporting the two ways. So they can, as usual, they try and play both sides of it. Yeah. And the other thing is, as usual, the Democrats get one a nutbag to be the to send up a trial balloon. Yeah. It could be well, about she, anything. A fall, it could be... She's a fall lady. I mean, they're going to they're gonna cut her yeah. loose. She's expendable. Care about her. And by the way, like I said earlier, Dave, Putting in the her lawyers were very smart. Put in the thirty the thirty day clock, right? That's why right. that's why that third because it's temporary. So if that gets it'll get brought to it. They've already it's already lawsuits. It's already it's already unpacking. But the, the, then a, ju a judge could say, well, it's they they've only temporarily done it. Oh, they've only temporarily suspended temporarily. your constitutional rights. So the question for this audience, frankly, we have tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of listeners around the world, over a dozen countries. The question for people, especially in the United States, is 
at what point, when's the threshold for you, right? Like at what, how many, how many constitutional rights need to be seized, whether temporarily or not, you know, before it really affects you, before you, you know, uh, get really uh, agitated, let's just say, about this sort of thing. Um, I don't know. Everyone's got a different kind of breaking point, but I think it's a very interesting question because, you know, and I think that's why they do these travel ins. Well, let's just take away their, they love the second amendment. Let's try taking that one away. Let's see how they react. Let's take away the first one. How about the second? How about the day they've already taken away the fourth amendment. The FBI has broken into two fully disabled 75 year old veterans homes in the last two weeks and obliterate gun them down dead. One in Tennessee, one in Utah. Full-blown tactical gear, a dozen agents, they come in, uh, they won't release the badge cams. It's a whole different topic, but it's kind of related. Massive, unreasonable search and seizure. Fourth Amendment violation, done. Dave, all the J6 prisoners sitting in the gulag in Washington, D.C., they've been there for almost two and a half years, a thousand days, right to a speedy trial. Fourth Amendment, Sixth Amendment. Speedy, I mean, people's rights are being violated every single day like in a deep and meaningful way. And this has got to stop. I, I was just going to talk about them getting rid of the natural uh, gas for your stove <laughs> as the trial balloon. <laughs> you, 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 you're on to more, more important things. Yeah. I got your buddy. Yeah, yeah I, I, um, it's fascinating, uh, the, the machinery behind something like this, because I just thought, thought it was fascinating when you, when you got the, the left bag, uh, left-wing nutbag, Ted Lou saying there's no such thing as a state public health emergency exception to the U.S. Constitution. So they're, yeah. they, they always like to be able to play both sides of, the, of it. And um, right. uh, as we just said, this is a trouble. And this is a test yeah. to see what the reaction is going to yeah. be. Sure. It's she's, like, just like, a, she's just an idiot. She's a useful idiot. She's a useful idiot. And just it's like, like, it's uh, like with, Katie it's Hobbs like, next door in, in totally. Arizona. Just another, totally. you know. Yeah. And they tried it with healthcare with COVID a few yeah. years ago. Like, oh, let's just try this. Let's see how many rights we can, we can suspend yep. um, and, and control people. Let's just try it. Let's sort of see how far we can push. I think they're seeing their limits, Dave. Yeah. And I love how within like minutes, her whole, you know, uh, sordid history comes out. It's like she had been caught using taxpayer money to pay for her groceries, whiskey, and tequila. Yeah. yeah. So nice. she's she's a real uh, piece of work there. Um, I don't know what's with the politics in New Mexico. It's it's kind of a very bluish state, isn't it? Even it's, though it's next to Texas, it's right? Deep, it's deep blue. It's very blue. They have a border with Texas. You know, they they obviously yeah. share this massive uh, southern border open illegal immigration uh, yeah. situation, and they're pouring over the border there, and they're pouring into that state, and they're causing the same stresses and problems on the education system, uh, health hospitals, the healthcare system, the schools. Um, and everything else. And every single one of those families that comes in gets 2500 bucks, And then for yeah. every additional kid, they get $500 more. So three, And then we don't, the, the illegals now are doing, Dave, they're bringing in kids they don't even know, and, and they'll separate the kids. So they get the 500 plus the 500 comes together as a thousand they get 3500 bucks. Oh yeah. You show me a middle you show me a family getting 3500 bucks for doing nothing and being illegal in the United States. For that's that is what they're getting and it's coming out of your tax dollars. Oh, there's, there's. I mean, you could take a look at almost any country around the world. They just had that what that horrible earthquake. It was in Morocco, I think uh, it was. Yeah, Morocco. Thousands yeah. of people died. Yeah, I guarantee you, ninety nine point nine percent of the people that live in that in Morocco want to come to the U.S. and get on that bandwagon. Yeah, of course they do. But so, that's why just, that's why when Trump gets back into office, the it's not just it's not just stopping the flow. He is going to conduct the most massive. Uh, deportation program in the history of the United mm. States. There's millions of people that, in this country that should not be here. 
And Dave, I, I've been seeing it firsthand. I mean, I was recently in Montreal and New York and all of well, Montreal is obviously in Canada, but, you know, the northern border, we don't talk about it much. But there was a story up in Epic Times about this the other day. The northern border saw more illegal crossings in the last year than the last 10 years combined. Combined. Just in the last year across the Canadian border. They're flooding in from everywhere. They're flooding the zone with all these people that, sure, who wouldn't want to be here? Everybody yeah. wants to be here. That's not the point. You have to come here legally and you have to have a reason. You have to have a, 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 a legal basis for being here and just throwing up your hands and say, I'm poor, you know, uh, you know I don't that blame them. I mean, they, they're just acting, you know, as anybody else would act. But, you know, we're, you know, we're rolling out the red carpet. I, I mean, I mean, for a tip for a, a typical person living in a 